name? There you are, doctor. Okay. Good to see you. Hey, good to see you tonight, Dr. Joe Gallenberger. Man, you're, I'm excited about the topic tonight. I've been doing this show since 2004 and thousands of interviews. Man, psychokinesis and telekinesis, because when I was a kid, man, I tried that. Man, I tried that. Uh, I concentrated. Yeah. I said, well, I'm going I'm to move. I'm going to move a spoon. And, you know, mentally, I thought that I was doing something. So, but because it didn't move a lot, then I figure I got I got to have some some uh, some uh, some tips, and that's why I got to have you on the show. Okay. All right. Well, doctor, you talking? We're talking about psychokinesis, telekinesis, and manifestation and healing. Man, all good subjects. Uh, sync creation. What got you started in this subject? Um, I've had a lot of uh, experiences as a kid, like being one with everything in the universe. At, seven, eight years old, going into ecstasy states. I went into a monastery at 14 to 16 years old, then uh, came out of that, started studying psychology, and got in touch with the out-of-body area and the Monroe Institute. And up there, I was uh, helping Bob Monroe with one of the programs, and we were trying to test out some skills, and we had a dice game going, and I found my hands getting really warm, my heart wide open, connected with spirit, grounded to the earth, real strongly in the present moment, much like uh, energy healing. And when I got in that place, I could roll seven sevens in a row if I wanted on the dice. So that intrigued me as a scientist uh, because that's very studyable. So I went from there to Princeton Engineering Anomalous Research Lab uh, over at Princeton University and came out a couple of days later, later knowing PK was real and I could do it. Um, and just to define for audience, that's uh, uh, affecting matter with your mind, a lot of people will say. But to me, the mind is like the steering wheel of a car. It sets intention, but you have to have lots of energy. And we found the best energy over the years is unconditional love. So the energy moves uh, through your intent, and then there's this dance of letting go. And then we do things like grow seeds in our hands in five minutes with inch and a half root growth one. Um, light light bulbs with our energy. They've measured 400 volts off my hands. Uh, throwing dice in patterns, uh, affecting slot machines, bending metal, all those kind of things. Mm. So after Princeton, I was really excited because it feels so good to do this um, that I wanted to get a black belt in PK. And the best place I could find to do that was Las Vegas, because we know the dice and the uh, slot machines are exact statistically. And if we could beat the statistics, we knew we were doing something. And so over the years now, twenty last 20 years, I've done 99 workshops out there called Inner Vegas Adventure. And we had things like people waking up the second day of the workshop pain-free from post-polio syndrome for the first time in 20 years. So this energy healing manifesting and PK all have the same kind of energy. Um, so um, had a lot of fun there continuing to do it. COVID put it on uh, hold. We're going to do our 100th hopefully this uh, April or so once uh, the things settle down. And then up at Monroe Institute developed a program called MC Squared where we did all this uh, metal bending and growing seeds and things I've mentioned. I have a home study course you mentioned called Sync Creation to do these things at home uh, with personal coaching with me. And I've kept it going for about 20 years and lots of books and meditation CDs and uh, 
uh, continue the adventures. University of Virginia are studying this now, uh, finding statistically significant results. And so it's real, and pretty much anybody can do it. But uh, the pr there's a little problem. Um, Daniel, if uh, you know, going to sleep is natural, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you get tired one night, you say, oh, I think I'll go to sleep, and then you forget the intention. You think about something else, and before you know it, you're asleep. But if I put you on TV and said to you, I'll give you a million dollars if you can fall asleep in the next half hour with the whole audience watching, most people couldn't do it. So here's a natural thing, but now you're self-conscious, you're putting too much effort in, your ego's involved. And the same with PK, uh, you got to be very relaxed, high energy, but let it flow naturally. And uh, it's a little easier said than done. But we teach people to do it with good regularity. When we do workshops, we usually get about 95 to 100 percent of people being able to bend the metal and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, so are you so then you're suggesting that it that it is possible to use our mind to alter matter? Yes. Uh, when we do the meta-analysis of all the studies on PK, it comes out what we call in science a Six Sigma event, meaning these results would not even happen once in a billion by chance. That's a big B, billion with a B. So any open-minded scientist, I think, at this point has to say this has been proven. Um, but there's a lot of people who don't want it to be so. So there's uh, fundamentalist folks who think it's of the devil. Uh, some scientists who are very materialistic don't want to see anything non-physical involved. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's still debate in the culture, but mm -hmm. we see it uh, all the time in the work we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and that's interesting because obviously a large contingent of Americans have a spiritual view. And I, I know you said, you know, consider it of the devil. And I certainly have heard that concept regarding aliens, ghosts, I mean, anything anything other than just normal stuff many consider uh, that is just a, a, an evil <clears throat> thing, but maybe not necessarily. I think yeah. that over time, um, I think that back in the day, human beings had a lot more capabilities and perhaps, mm -hmm. uh, and I've heard a lot of guests tell me they suggest that children when they see invisible people as a, as a young a young person that adults talk them out of it but yes. maybe if we never talked them out of it maybe perhaps they would still be still seeing them with and not necessarily being sort of a, a psychotic episode maybe in fact they already say something by the way doctor we do have a related poll question on the on the on the on the edge here based on tonight and this topic is psychokinesis real the answers can be yes i have it no it doesn't exist show me the evidence I'm not sure, and the Bible says words have power. And the results right now, 41% say uh, the Bible uh, says words have power. 33% uh, say words have evidence, and 16% uh, it doesn't exist. And then we've got 8% uh, say they have it. So, so now I remember... Let me go back and comment on what you said, because okay. the Chinese uh, for many years would take young children and train them that this is possible. And, uh, you know, you can always question films from China, but we have kids on film being able to uh, teleport objects, uh, break sticks at a distance of a couple hundred feet, many different things, um, even have an apple go from ripe back to uh, uh, younger apple. 
Um, and what they did find is that kids from rural areas did better at this than kids from city areas. And often, even with the encouragement of the adults, when they hit adolescence, a lot of them lost the ability. Mm -hmm. um, some kept it, but by and large, uh, it seemed like when we, when we hit puberty, uh, these things kind of shift for a mm -hmm. lot of people. So um, yeah, and and the, to, to go on a little bit further on that point, uh, I think even today there are are certain uh, sects of um, uh, um, um, well, what, uh, Amish who don't okay. have electricity because they believe that the devil's travels through electricity. Uh, so I mean, but I got I got a, I got a little beef I got a little beef with with some of the Amish because because one day. I, I was I went to McDonald's and there's a, a bus full of Amish people, mm -hmm. but there was an English guy they were paying to drive them because they don't believe in driving motorized vehicles. But I'm thinking, well, if driving motorized vehicles is a sin, then aren't you paying somebody to commit the sin for you? I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not. I don't mean that in a, 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 a really bad way, but I mean, there's a question there about mm -hmm. about maybe you're not going with the spirit of the law. You're, you found a bypass. So, I mean, yeah. so, so, so over time, people believe certain things and, and they can and be they can either continue with it or not. not just anybody of the Amish persuasion, but yeah. all of us rationalize things at times. And, you know, we are trying to, in my point of view, do the best we can. You know, in Daniel, and all this work I've been doing, um, one of the biggest things I've come to believe is fear is expensive, love is real, choose wisely. Um, and that uh, right now in our culture, for example, there's lots of fear going on. Uh, not only fear about PK, but fear about, you know, injecting things into our arms, all kinds of things. So um, one of the reasons I keep doing this is... Uh, I'm hoping that we would uh, reduce the fear level in our culture uh, because uh, fear clouds love and uh, and high positive energies have a hard time flowing with fear. So if we want our real creativity to be there, our positivity and our power, we need to let go of some of this fear. Um, and again, that's just challenging, like the idea of trying to go to sleep in 20 minutes on TV. Mm -hmm. Uh, easier said than done, but it can be done. All right. We have some questions coming in from the people watching the program. By the way, if you're watching this program, you can put your question. If you're watching our YouTube channel, uh, put your questions in on the right. And if you're watching from the website, put your questions in at the top of the browser. It says guest question, or you can put them in the live chat, either live chat. So here we go. Put you all the way first. Says, Doctor, can you light a candle with your finger? I wouldn't say a person couldn't. I have not personally done that. Um, the uh, types of things that we often will do uh, are easier to study in a science lab. So there's something called a random number generator. It's like picking a heads tail decision a thousand times a second, either ones or zeros on the computer. And uh, we can be, we can use that because in in a half hour time, you have all these decisions. They should come out equal. 50-50 heads and tails, if you will, mm -hmm. and we can get that up to, you know, a level of that you wouldn't see in, uh, in a million to one by chance. Mm -hmm. um, that's a little easier to study 
sometimes when we even do try to do metal bending in a lab, people will accuse you of being a magician, sleight of hand. Uh, they have to control for the environment. Those experiments get very expensive. Mm -hmm. And even with master magicians watching, high-speed cameras watching, usually if you present it to the scientific community, they'll just say there must have been some cheating. Mm -hmm. So I um, haven't seen the candle lighting. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people will take a um, piece of tinfoil on top of a pin, put that in a jar so mm -hmm. that you know there can be no wind, mm -hmm. keep their hands maybe a foot away from there, and get the begin to get the tinfoil to spin. We've had reports of dematerialization of objects, re reappearing, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. um, I have a picture in, from a lab in California, probably 20, 30 years ago, where somebody took a, uh, a wooden pencil and just bent it into a pretzel. Um, mm -hmm. And I've heard reports of putting a pencil through a fish tank right through with it filled mm -hmm. with water and no leakage, all kinds of weird things. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. say you can't light a candle. Mm -hmm. uh, I just say, give it a try. Let us know. Well, well, well I've been accused of having tin foil underneath the hat here. So, well, yeah. so you know, maybe that's a, maybe that's a, maybe that's why my thoughts are so good. Actually, when my thoughts go out, they hit the foil and they come back in. So I'm not getting anywhere. <laughs> better take better take that out of there. Uh, and, yeah. and by the way, that on this poll question here, where the the one says uh, Bible says words have power. Well, it does, and I know that people that study the Bible would know that it says that uh, the tongue can set the very course of nature on fire, and uh, it says you can speak unto this mountain, and it shall be done. So, um, and another place, though, it also says that thoughts have the same equivalency as actions or words. So, mm -hmm. if thoughts have the the action of of, of uh, the same as words and actions, then aren't isn't telekinesis uh, and psychokinesis aren't those thoughts well there's an element of thought to set your intention but then again lots of energy flowing and people can feel an energy healing which i think is a type of psychokinesis as well that they're bringing in energy from angels or from god uh so you have uh, healers that heal through great faith in the in the in the divine you have other healers who do it other ways in a science lab, we will uh, have healers project protection around a vial of bacteria where we add an antibiotic. And we know the antibiotic will kill 97% of the bacteria in, let's say, 10 minutes. And when a healer puts a protective shield around there energetically, the bacteria last a lot longer. Those kind of experiments are good because there's no placebo effect. You know, it's not, if I said to you, Daniel, tiger, look out, and you believe me, mm -hmm. your blood pressure would go up, your eyes would dilate, you get ready, blood would go to the muscles, ready to fight the tiger. And all I've done is use words. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. And we've created some great physical changes in your body. If I said, uh, you know, relax, uh, everything is great, um, you know, your body might naturally calm down if you believe me. <clears throat> and that belief well, can I've be always, to a I've always... shaman, to somebody in a white coat, to a politician, to a religious leader. Um, and so words are powerful, um, and particularly when their intent is clear. Yeah. I've, I've always said the, the, the old euphemism that you are what you eat. I say, no, you're, you're not what you eat. You, you are what you say. 
So if you say you're sad, you're crying, if you're happy, you're joyful, if you're mm -hmm. sorrowful, I mean, you know, if you're mad, I mean, these things, really, it is what you say. And they're, we're going back to the power of words, but uh, words words start with thoughts now, don't they? All right, yeah. so uh, moving on here, another question coming up here. It says, um, do you, from uh, uh, Crystallite7, uh, do you use medication and what are your spiritual practices? Um, do I use medication personally? No. Uh, I mean, I would if I had a, a bad infection or something, take an antibiotic. I'm not against them, but I personally don't need them at this moment. Um, I was raised Catholic, so I studied a lot of Christian mystical traditions uh, young <clears throat> uh, when I began to have those uh, spiritual experiences. I then looked at Eastern religions quite a bit. And uh, at this point, I would say uh, I have a deep uh, connection with the divine, but I would not put it under any particular religious house, mm -hmm. like a particular mm -hmm. church to go to for myself personally. Now, I see in the uh, in the bio that we put up that we got from your website there, it says, uh, interesting here, uh, strong influence over dice and slot machines. So yes. Uh, so have you have you given people uh, people one stuff based on uh, psycho uh, very much so so we go out um, and um, <clears throat> I may uh, have a goal to get a royal flush and hearts on a slot machine I know that's 160,000 to one by chance on a dollar machine it pays about four thousand dollars and I'll hit it on the first pull uh, so that's kind of fun uh, on rolling dice and patterns you get to roll a dice until a seven comes up at the wrong time, and seven is the most likely number on dice that comes up one in every six rolls. So 10, 15-minute rolls are a pretty good roll. We've had rolls well over two hours. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, when we do the workshops, we're not I, – I screen people ahead of time so we don't want people that are trying to make next month's mortgage or folks that are in greed, but folks more interested in how this energy works. And if we can get around the table and we feel one with each other and deep gratitude, good positive feelings, those kinds of things, we tend to get rewarded with money within seconds. Mm -hmm. If we go into greed, wow. fear, ego, the money gets withdrawn. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a way to train yourself into a more enlightened way of living, a more powerful way of living. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, people have had uh, some good profits on a consistent basis. Um Okay. All right. Get some more questions here. Smoke C says, Doctor, is it possible to cure diseases with energy healing? I think very much so, but I need to say that healing is very sacred and illness is very sacred. Um, so, for example, my mom got Alzheimer's and that's the last thing she wanted. Um, after she died and I got in touch with her a little bit in spirit, and said, what was up with the Alzheimer's? She said, well, your dad had many more years to go on the planet, and we'd been married 64 years. If I had died suddenly, it would have been too much of a shock. And it felt like by forgetting everything, I could forget all my guilt that I felt religiously. And she went on for 20 minutes on how Alzheimer's was a good plan for her. So if I approached her from our own ego perspective, I'd go, who would want that? You know, let's take it away. Mm -hmm. But sometimes our own higher self has an agenda with the illness. Uh, but I'd say maybe about half the time what we see 
we've had folks uh, clear foot fungus overnight to completely clear nails after 20 years of them being yellowed. Uh, folks reporting clear CAT scans, headaches going away, depression going away, um, fibromyalgia symptoms going away, uh, numbers of things um, that healing's either accelerated, accelerated and sometimes instant uh, through the energy healing modalities. Mm -hmm. um, all right. All right. So, Jade, our moderator wants to know what is the best use for PK in your opinion? I think this area of uh, healing is very helpful. I use the word healing, meaning healing to our full potential, not just a sore knee. So it's great to get rid of a sore knee. Uh, we can actually use that same energy to really move into our maximum potential to be of the highest expression we can be of human to benefit ourselves and our communities. The other high expression would be as communities get together um, and there are incidences that's around the world, uh, a large group can do massive things with the psychokinetic and energy healing types of things for the betterment. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> Excuse me. You mentioned something. A little sip of water here. You mentioned earlier there, which didn't get past me, something about sticking something in your arm. Uh, if somebody stuck something in their <laughs> arm and it had really the probability of really bad negative effects could one's power of psychokinesis mute those damages that they might be taken into their arm i think uh, we have quite a bit of uh potential ability there um i give a lot of thanks for my food and bless my food and then pre-covid times i would travel just about 20 weeks a year around the world okay and over 30 years, never got food poisoning, all right? And with all those strange restaurants and things. Uh, sometimes after I'd bless my food, I'd get an intuition, don't eat that. Even though it looked delicious and it was an expensive restaurant, I would, I would respect my intuition. Uh, we've had people clear uh, toxins at times when prayer groups, uh, there's one at when Monroe Institute where I, have worked for 30 years as a uh, workshop trainer. Um, they have a dolphin energy club that sends healing. There was a family with botulism down South America and there was no anti antitoxin there. Yeah. And the healing group uh, sent energy and the report was that they did very, very well and cleared the mm -hmm. toxins. Mm -hmm. Do you think that people in that situation where, where human beings in general say, don't have access to so-called medical care um, and therapeutics and different things that when they're when they're by themselves when they're out in the wilderness somewhere have nobody to turn to is that where it's more likely when you I mean you have to start you know prayer or uh, mm -hmm. or, or whatever I mean is that is that <clears throat> part of that be, uh, <clears throat> excuse me psychokinesis what we find is it's what we call results driven so if you think of a woman who sees their child under the wheel of a car and is able to lift the vehicle. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, there's a criticality there. Um, if you were all by yourself in the woods and you got snake bit, for example, and you knew the only way to survive uh, was to take care of yourself, it uh, probably would be better not to go into a panic, you know, and run around in circles, uh, but to calm down, to connect with spirit, to affirm your body is strong, 
uh, to ask for all assistance from Hyatt to be able to clear this poison. And hopefully your cell phone works and you can get the heck out of there. But okay. uh, I would say, you know, when you're motivated, as long as it doesn't generate a lot of fear or you can overcome that, um, that's when things go well. I know a fellow who had um, several near-death experiences. He was uh, hes a world-famous remote viewer. And he was out in the middle of a lake and began to have a heart attack. And uh, he didn't worry about dying because he had already been on the other side in his near-death experience. He stayed relaxed. By the time they got him to the hospital, it was a rural area, a few hours. They didn't know why he was alive, but they, they said it must have been that you were able to mm-hmm. stay so calm and positive mm-hmm. because most people would just panic. Calm and positive and panic. Those <laughs> are all real good code words for me in recent memory. Um, I was watching a recent football game, football game last week. And the, this quarterback, he's about five foot tall. I don't forgot what, I think his name's Murray. He's about five foot tall. He's in the end zone and he panics. And he just literally threw the ball to the other team, which is five yards from their goal line. And he just walked in with it. He panicked. So I'm thinking, wow, well, man, that's really, that's really kind of lame. Yeah. And, you know, he panicked until <laughs> two days ago. I'm, go, I'm, I'm, I'm going to your psychology. You, you're a doctor, so you're a psychologist. So I need some psychological help here. Until so I'm kind of laughing at him, saying that's the most ridiculous thing ever. He's just panicked. How much you got to pay this guy for not to panic? So I'm so I'm playing basketball with these 18 something year olds, and I'm right underneath the basket. It's two days ago, and I shoot the. It's like a layup, and I shoot and I miss, and I got the rebound. I shot and I missed. I got the rebound. I shot eight times, doctor. I could not put that ball from one foot out into there, and I not because I, because I'm in good shape. I was jumping. I was getting rebound. I get my own rebound. And I thought, it, boom, it went that way. Now, I know that was all psychological because yeah. I'm one foot out. How could I miss? So while I was <clears> kind of <throat> arguing with that quarterback, I basically did what he did. And uh, so, doctor, from a psychology point of view, what must I do in such a, a situation where I'm, I'm, I'm faced with, with the potential embarrassment of missing from point blank? Over and over. Well, again, as you, what you see, you hope the pro player, pro player has engaged in lots and lots of training. That's why, you know, emergency medical systems, when they come in an ambulance to pick you up and you're a total mess in the street, they can stay calm and they go through their procedure and even their calmness helps you. Uh, they may later uh, break down and cry, you know, if it was a very tragic scene, but they're, they're tra- they've trained themselves to stay calm. For you in the present moment, if you remember, it's only a game. <laughs> Relax a little bit and, <laughs> uh, you know, just stop the mental chatter like, oh, my God, I missed it the third time. Once you start thinking, oh, no, no, not again, then, you know, it's kind of a lost cause. I bet against you on that particular day. <laughs> that was bad. But, but it if was you bad. keep it cool, that would help. Okay. Calm down. Good good words. Calm down. All right. Um, David Dudash says, Dr. Kenya, influence traffic signals there's been no scientific study I've seen but I swear if I'm in a rush in a hurry and I'm tense about it the lights will be red more often than not if I'm feeling really good um, I, I don't like to go to town much I live way out in the woods mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll stack up 10 things to do in one trip and when I use like I have a liquid lux CD and book when I use that meditation idea 
that you're filling yourself with happiness and gratitude and abundance and feelings of compassion, good fortune, and love, I'll go to town and 99% of the lights will be green and I'll get through the uh, DMV and the bank and the post office and stuff, all these tasks, and I'll be back home in an hour. Uh, so at least in my life, sometimes, it, uh, you know, other people say it's coincidence that some days the lights are green and those days are the days I'm feeling good. The feeling good comes before the lights are green. Wow. Same in the casino. People feel good and grateful and abundant before they win, more than after they win is what I've learned over the last mm -hmm. 20 years. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, by the way, for those watching the show, if anybody experienced, because some people said they've done, that they have used psychokinesis or telekinesis. Um, if anybody's ever used that or made any change materially at all even if it's a very very small minute and you're not even sure put it in the live chat and we'll relay that to the good doctor put Yahweh first as Dr. Gallenberger do you think that a do you think you are a descendant of the Atlantean culture <laughs> I don't know um, sometimes when folks of power get together They'll joke that maybe they blew up Atlantis with you know to each other, and now they're back to do a better job of things. Mm -hmm. All of that's conjecture. Um, I don't have any direct uh, sense of that, uh, so that's mm -hmm. my best answer on that. I, I remember but, doing I remember doing a study on the uh, on the pyramids and the uh, the power uh, of the pyramids, and they say it's a certain shape, and they suggest that the pyramids cause things to extend beyond their normal life. And of course, then there was a book that had drawings that if you build this, you could put fruit in there and it won't spoil. So I tried it. Now it didn't work for me, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not against, and I don't think it's of the devil. I think there are, I think there are uh, geometric shapes and there, there are things that we don't know about that have, you know, I mean, how does a crystal, I remember building crystal radios and thinking, well, how is there, how, What's making that crystal vibrate, and how's it bringing in a radio signal? There's no battery here. I mean, I love that little project. So many rocks yeah. have power. There's so many things that, uh, and I think that the ancients knew a heck of a lot more than we do, and we got rid of it, and we traded it for uh, a, a college degree, I guess. All right, uh, Freely Speaking says, uh, is psychokinesis theoretically possible? Uh, do the laws of nature allow it? Um, if you look at Newtonian physics, it would be hard to explain psychokinesis. But if you look at quantum physics, there are some quantum physicists that feel that, that psychokinesis has to exist within how they understand quantum physics. Uh, the PEAR lab that I mentioned, if you look up on Google it, uh, they have uh, extensive articles with the physics type of underprinting of what they think is going on theoretically uh, for psychokinesis to occur, but it's in the quantum physics level, not the Newtonian level. All right, we have this question here from Jade, our moderator. Uh, have you ever been approached by a government group interested in your abilities? Uh, up at Monroe, they've had uh, uh, the government be in kind of interested in whether or not some of the meditation techniques used there would help people do what we call remote viewing, which means you're able to perceive anything across time or space. So the Russians were viewing us and we were viewing them. 
And in fact, uh, some of the meditation techniques uh, we found were conducive to help with the remote viewer getting into the state where they could receive information more quickly. For myself personally, on the psychokinesis end, uh, we would call it remote influencing, maybe in the government terms. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not been personally pers- pursued, um, but uh, mm-hmm. I've met folks in government that are interested in this. Well, if you are being pursued, and I will. I will mention, for example, uh, there's a fellow, Jack Hawk. He worked for McDonnell Douglas Corporation, and they were concerned that psychokinesis could be used to scramble the electronics in jets and so that they could take our fighter jets down. So he began to be tasked with seeing if it was possible that the the sensitive instruments in a jet, for example, could be influenced uh, by psychic powers. And Jack Hawk ended up having many, many spoon bending parties as a way to Mm -hmm. begin to understand, hey, this energy is real and we Mm -hmm. might have to look at how to deal with it. Mm Uh, do you believe in the afterlife? Yes. Okay. All right. I have this question here. Will, will Neuralink allow humanity to develop superior psychokinesis skills, and how will society regulate dangerous individuals who use those powers for bad causes? I'm not sure what the term Neuralink means, so I'm going to take some guess here. But what we found is the type of energy, I mentioned the the high consistent energy for this to work is the energy of love. When they've had people work on the negative with this, usually it seems to rebound against the person quite quickly, or the person loses interest in anything like influencing somebody else to have a headache or something like that. Um, That uh, there seems some natural limits uh, if it would be used in a negative way. Um, that said, if your own thoughts are negative, like I was going 20 plus years ago through a divorce and everything in my house started breaking, the, the washing machine, the dryer, the car, uh, radio, my shaver, and then I realized, <laughs> hey, I'm taking broken home Why I'm in a bad energy mood. And so I began to change it to building a new life and putting myself in a positive mood and half the things repaired themselves. So you can get that some stuff that's not by evil intent, but just that your energies are so negative that you might create a loss in a casino, for mm-hmm. example, way well, above statistics. Now, while you're uh, talking there, uh, it, it just rem- a life experience happened to me. I was working at a certain job, and one guy who, who I didn't know at the time wanted to take my job. I would hire him in, in the company that I was working for. And he reported me to the company. Said I was getting, I was getting, I, I had a book underneath my desk that I was plotting to kill everybody in the business. So corporate headquarters came down, investigate, and then they had security there. I think they said we will see that book. Got the book, and, it's, and they were, it was where I was writing happy thoughts, whatever positive thought I could think of. When I thought about it, I wrote yeah. it down. Like okay, I'm gonna have a great day today. That guy got fired. Another employee came, and he. He re- reported me, and uh, he said that I I wouldn't treat him right or whatever. And then they looked at it, and it turned out he wasn't treating me right, and he was transferred. And another guy did it, came up against me, and he was fired. So I was thinking, uh-huh. you know, all these negative attempts—they were all in, all, all uncalled for. They just hate hate involved. But it does seem 
that if, if, some, if you're projecting negativity, you better watch because it's liable to be like a mirror effect and hit you right back. Yes. And I want to go back to the guy's question, uh, woman's question, I'm not sure. <clears throat> Mostly this is around PK. It's because of a fear of the unknown. We all have power all the time. We could go out and get a, a AR-15 and do great damage. <clears throat> or we could use uh, something like that to protect ourselves. <clears throat> so we all, as humans, have power. We have powers to tell a child something like, uh, I wish you, was you were never born. You know, the dam that damages them for life, just our words. Or we have the power to uh, see the good in somebody who's not doing too well and help them thrive. So we're powerful beings. We can't get away from it. Mm -hmm. The psychokinesis is another way we're powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we only understand... Only don't we only understand 10% of the brain? That's what people say. And um, What do you think? Yeah, for me, definitely uh, the mind does not exist in the brain. The brain is like a radio um, transceiver, receiver, and uh, helps us interact with our body in the physical world. The mind is much greater than our individual brain, particularly up in the head. They've done studies that there's a lot of intelligence in the heart and in the gut. Um, and uh, mm -hmm. the, the biggest computers in the world, they can track every neuron that fires when you pick up a pencil, but they cannot mm -hmm. find the neurons. Yeah, that no, fire I've, I've heard that about the. I've heard that, I've heard that about the heart, and, and and I think that's the explanation as to why if you people claim that when they've had a transplant that they have thoughts from the previous donor. Yeah, they've even had somebody have uh, somebody find the murderer of the heart that they received. Mm -hmm. Uh, because well, they could describe them so well. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, um, when you look, so when there you, seems to be intelligence there. Yeah, like when you look at your basic caterpillar. I mean, here's the thing with metamorphosis, it turns into a completely different thing. There's some insects that have two or three transitions, and then you've got like uh, octopus and salamanders and various other things that can change their whole body structure to fade in with the background. So th that's a lot of technology that's built in species on this earth, and so. I'm not discounting that the psychokinesis can be good or, or is real, though I am looking in the live chat. As per my earlier question, has anybody had any experience? Um, and it doesn't look like we got any takers on that one, doctor. So we'll see where we go toward the end of the well, broadcast. Let me, let me pose a question there. They might answer, when, when they were feeling exceptionally good, did something exceptionally good happen? That would be very unlikely by chance. Mm -hmm. um, those kind of things. Uh, if they were ever playing a game as a kid and they're flipping ahead tails and got six tails in a row or ten heads in a row or they got six, uh, six, six doubles to get extra turns many mm -hmm. more times. Mm -hmm. um, like say if you had a, you got two sixes on dice, mm -hmm. the chances are one in 36 of doing that. Doing that again and two more times, so you do it three times in a row, that's about a thousand to one by chance. Mm -hmm. um, so it shouldn't occur very often. Uh, and yet most people will say, you know, one time I was feeling really relaxed and playing around with a game or something, and I just couldn't be beat. I was so lucky that day. Mm. That might have been psychokinetic. Well, I felt, I, felt, I felt that way in the early days of eBay when I got a computer monitor. I got it. And I feel pretty good about that. So with luck or right. telekinesis, who knows? All right, Rose Rose says, uh, Doctor, what do you think about people who can see ghosts and spirits and demons? Uh, do you think it's real? 
I think um, that many people can be perceptive, particularly if it's a loved one uh, that they've been close to, and yet they're not so agitated in fear, like right after a death, that they can relax enough. Uh, often in a dream, they'll feel a vivid uh, encounter, sometimes just, you know, in the room. When my brother died, uh, he showed up at weird times, like when I was trying to pick out my, a tie for the first time I was on TV. I could feel him in my room laughing at my dilemma of which tie to pick, um, but with a good-hearted laugh. The, uh, I think that's within our realms uh, to perceive the non-physical. Mm -hmm. uh, the word real trips me up because um, I don't know. This may all be a dream, too. Uh, there's an ancient book, it's Middle Egyptian time book called The Chameleon. The first truth is everything is an illusion. Second truth is everything is real. Third truth is the biggest mistake you could make is deciding either of those two is truer than the other. So it's paradoxical here. Uh, we, you know, the realness of the table feels solid, but we know even by science it's 99, 99% nothing. And uh, some energy whirling around there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I see uh, Shwana Kia in the live chat says she had a, or this uh, he or she, I guess, uh, previous experience. My car repaired itself. The mechanic was stumped when I brought it back in. Yeah, that can be a typical PK thing. Okay. I had a transmission in a fancy BMW that would have been very expensive to repair. And I would talk to it and say, you know, nice words. And, and it would repair itself for another 50,000 miles. A lot of people name their car Betsy or whatever. And uh, we've even had reports of people saying, gee, I drove 300 miles and didn't use any gas. Mm. That would be a PK kind of experiment. Mm. There's something out there called a PK broiler. I don't know. Hey, okay, so we got your book here, uh, Heaven is for Healing. What's going on in that book, Dagger? That one, after my brother committed suicide, um, I kind of followed his journey on the other side. Uh, and then... Um, also, how it devastated the family. Uh, and then 20 years later, I look back at what his suicide did in my life and what he's been doing on the other side for the last 20 years. I wrote it because our culture is so negative to suicide. Um, it's not a good act. It's not a good thing to do. But in Roman times and uh, Middle Ages, <clears throat> they'd kill your entire family and take your property. In uh, New Orleans in the 1700s, they would take the body, chop it up in pieces, and throw it to the alligators so demons could torment the soul for all eternity. Wow. And it's still illegal in many, many uh, countries. So we have a very negative attitude, and that puts it in the shadow, and the suicide rates just keep going up. So well, the book is about your, every drop of experience is treasured by the other side. All death leads to light. There's unconditional love over there and lots of healing over there, and yet talks about why it's not a good idea. And uh, so the book is very consoling to people who have lost somebody from suicide and has helped some people who have been thinking of suicide decide that it's not the way to go. I do understand it because my, my brother committed suicide as well. Uh, one of my I'm brothers sorry. did. One of our brothers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rose says, uh, Dr. Wood, we're going to just answer that question. All right. Teflon Coat, um, are new cosmic waves or new cosmic energies coming into our atmosphere that will amplify these abilities in human beings? 
a lot of people are feeling that way. I have no direct knowing, but what I am aware of is, is things seem very speeded up. For 20 years ago, if we got somebody to bend the spoon just like that much, it was a success. Now they twist them into pretzels. Um, in energy healing circles, after two minutes, people would say 20 years ago, that's enough, thanks. Now they'd say, I can stay there and for 20, 30 minutes and just keep going. Mm -hmm. There seems to be a, a thinning of the veil between here and there, to me, uh, and things are very energized, and some of that is causing polarization between fear and love, between optimism and pessimism. Uh, so I would say I'd have to vote on the side that there are a lot of new energies. Mm -hmm. All exactly right. where they're coming from, not sure. Um there's been some information out there about um, uh, more activation of 5G networks um, or coming online here recently. Uh, there have been some warnings to airlines regarding some negative effects from 5Gs, which were unanticipated. Hopefully engines won't stall at 20,000 feet. But uh, put Yahweh first says, Doctor, will 5G give us telekinesis? I don't know enough about 5G. I think we already have telekinesis. And it's a question of, you know, having been trained about it, being suspicious of power. Uh, if you started doing it around your house, people would freak out. So that um, uh, mainly it's a question of we can train within the kinds of materials we're talking about. Most folks to be psychokinetic to some extent, to a large extent, much like playing the piano. Somebody will be at a concert level, mm -hmm. somebody at happy birthday on the piano level. Mm. Um the 5G stuff, you know, best I know on planes, it's in may have potential to interfere with radio signals, judging how far uh, they are from uh, the surface of the Earth as they get mm -hmm. close to an airport. Mm -hmm. I don't, I've uh, not heard anything about worried about en engine stalling, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we certainly don't want anybody dropping dead after they get something in the arm either. All right, we got this question here. It says. Um, uh, can uh, psychokinesis uh, make us make a tank of gas go a long way. I think you just kind of said that. Yeah, we've had reports. Now, again, that's not a scientific study, but people will go, hey, I just drove this distance and I, I drove it in, in a, an amount of time that should not be possible or I used much less gas than should be mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so we, we could put that under the psychokinesis stuff to be explored scientifically. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it is said in, in the good book that Jesus walked through a wall. What, what power do you think he had to allow him to do that? Uh, I think he probably uh, understood the illusion and reality both at the same time of our uh, physical existence. Um, we've had people drive through a tree that was blocking a road uh, or drive through a uh, semi-trailer that was across the road and avoid an accident by their report. Um, and uh, they, what they reported at that time is a very, very high energy state. And I think uh, Jesus probably had tons of energy at all the time available to him. Okay. All right. Um, Freely speaking, says, Doctor, occasionally things in our field of vision and our reach disappear from our vision and reach. Uh, we fail to see them, but they were there. The TV remote is a good example. Is this proof our minds manifest reality? 
not sure about proof, but it would be suggestive um, if it wasn't just being a distracted person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I've had lots of reports of things <clears throat> missing, say a wedding ring or something precious. Whole houses search, police come, they dust the place for sick fingerprints, all of that stuff. And then um, by intention, the person says, I want it back in my bedstand the next mm-hmm. morning, and it's there. Mm-hmm. So we've had people report things pop in and out of reality. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, well, quite commonly. Well, is that anything to do with <laughs> that? Many times, uh, I'll take at night. I'll take both my socks off, throw them against the wall. Next day, there's only one sock there. Is somebody coming in at night and stealing my sock, or is my own brain making that sock disappear? Where, doctor, do these socks go? I don't know. I would check yourself by putting a camera up. Make sure you're not sleepwalking. Okay. <laughs> uh, good idea. <laughs> All right. What do you know about the hive mind? And isn't that a form of uh, PK or telekinesis? If by hive mind you mean uh, kind of a group think in the sense of, like when we're in Vegas at the table, we all think the same number. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, two or three gathered together tends to increase the likelihood of that occurring. Um, the uh, the opposite is true, too. Like when the lottery, people say, gee, uh, can you win the lottery with PK? Probably not, because there's a million people thinking different numbers. One needs a new kidney. One wants to send their kids to college and all different motivations. But if everybody in the country thought of the same six numbers on a given lottery today, I would bet the likelihood of that number coming up would increase quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask the people watching the show in the live chat, put in there if you've had the mysterious phenomena of the missing sock. Just if it's happened to you, if you've experienced this strange and terrifying event, put it in the live chat so we can relate it to the good doctor. All right, here's another question for you. It says, uh, uh, have you ever heard of energy coming from a substance called organ? Yes, uh, I think that was William Wright back in the 1900s, early uh, or early ni- early ni- uh, 1910, whatever I can't remember when. But he um, looked at this stuff and felt that there was um, energy. What we see, like at Monroe Institute, they have a copper shielded room, so the room is all copper. We can put a person there and measure energy fields off of them. Uh, down at Duke University uh, at Rhine Institute. It's not really associated with Duke anymore, but privately owned there. Uh, They have a room that's so black, there's very few photons in the room. And then they put a human in and and more photons will show. If they put an energy healer in there, the place really lights up. Mm -hmm. So that uh, there seems to be quite a few, quote, non-physical energies that we can begin to uh, measure. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them may, you know, might be under that term or organ. Mm-hmm. I see we've got people already. We got uh, Kat Sorelli saying missing socks, yes, and the remote. A lot of people have this spooky yeah. phenomena of the remote control disappearing, knowing full well they put it on the coffee table. They look again; it's not <laughs> there. Somebody sticks it in mm-hmm. the in the cushions. It wasn't them. It happened to me. So I don't know. But I can say this here about the missing socks. Now, that's an aggravation 
And that seems to me that might go into what's even a more conspiratorial topic of jester spirits, spirits that torment mm-hmm. the living by stealing that sock or sticking that remote in the, in the cushion. Did you know very good? Well, you didn't stick it down there just because you're sitting there socking down a beer and having pretzels and flipping the remote 15 times. Yeah. You never put it down in there. You always put it on a coffee table. Well, some indigenous cultures believe strongly in the uh, coyote magic, the trickster, mm-hmm. um, that, um, yes, it's annoying, but it's, there's a design to it to get our attention. might be, hey, watch less TV with the remote or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. or I'm playing with you a little bit. Um, you know, when people pass to the other side and our loved ones, mm-hmm. when my brother passed, almost all the batteries in the house drained. Um, wow. and you know, weird, weird kind of things happen like that. Um, I don't know. My house must be different to me. The dryer usually eats my socks. Hmm. Where, where, where's it go? Hopefully there's not a ball dryer and only one comes out. Yikes. <clears throat> so we got here, we got Rose saying missing socks, missing brushes, missing combs, missing utensils. And I'll go to say missing for me, missing tools. Because I know where I put my tools, and many times they are not back where I took them out of. Yes. So we got that going. It's a mysterious universe. It is a mysterious Uh, universe. Okay. So so I would, you know, all those folks there, including you, who were talking about this, I would wonder what might happen next time that happens is, rather than going into irritation, go into curiosity, open your heart and say, does somebody have a message for me? Yikes. And, uh, you know, you might get somebody uh, feel a kiss on the cheek or you might uh, get a, a, a verbal message or something else if it keeps <laughs> happening over and over. All right. Uh, Rose, come back with this question. Why do you think people are persecuted by these for these kinds of gifts by a shadow government, the Christian church or et cetera? Uh, well-known alphabet agencies use these people, too, uh, apparently. I think there's less persecution than one would think by government. Best I know, and you know, I'm not totally up in in the hierarchy of the government to know fully what goes on, but I know quite a few people that are uh, connected there. Um, but in families and in tribes, uh, we're designed that anything new and different we are a little mm-hmm. suspicious of. Mm-hmm. Uh, our religious training is interesting because, uh, you know, the Bible would say we can do everything Jesus could do and more if you have the faith. And yet in many religious situations, if you uh, even said, I'm going to use my energy to help heal a headache, mm-hmm. they, they, they'd they be suspicious of that, that the devil might be able to use that mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. So again, this idea of power being something that is a little anxiety provoking uh, I think is behind a lot of times when there's either persecution in the past, you know, the witch mm-hmm. trials, etc., and even now in the future, in the current, you know, certain things you could say at work at certain places could get you fired because you'd be too spooky. <laughs> okay, I think you just read my mind there because I was getting ready to say that very thing about people having a different idea of what might help them in a certain situation that of certain illness they might have. And when they say, I've heard success of this over here, this whole system collapses 
like this. They, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a trap door, man, just slams shut and tries to encapsulate you, to freeze you and, and to mute you and to stop you from having an alternative opinion, even though an opinion is not valid. They, they just, the system can't allow you to have an alternative thought. Yeah, but I'll tell you something, uh, Daniel. I've been, uh, I was a psychotherapist for 30 years. And a lot of people, after they grew to trust their therapist, me in that case, they said, Joe, you're, Joe, you're going to think this is crazy, doc. But, and they'd report uh, seeing an alien in their bedroom. They would report uh, things coming and going. They would report a, 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 a miracle healing, all kinds of things that they usually wouldn't talk to their family, their friends, or their coworkers about. So that, um, and in fact, when they do studies, they find that lots more people, if their privacy can be guaranteed, will admit to feeling that there are these uh, weird experiences. Mm -hmm. But they may not want to admit it in public. Well, doctor, we've been talking for about an hour. In your best clinical analysis, am I crazy? Uh, not unless we all are. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we actually have a little shorter interview uh, time slot allowed it tonight, but I want to make sure I give you time to tell people what's on your website and how can they get further information on what you do. Great. Yeah, so my website is pretty sexy. There's lots of um, free da uh, articles there about tips for energy healing, for PK, for manifesting. The word on the screen right now, sync, S-Y-N-C, creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N, dot com is the website. I got a book a lot of people start with called Liquid Luck, and you can get that on Amazon if you'd like, um, just under Liquid Luck. And uh, we'd love to see you explore this if you want at whatever level you want. But there's a lot of uh, half-hour-long, roughly, uh, CDs that are uh, in downloads that are less than 20 bucks. And then there's big things like the whole home study course. So uh, see what, if any, that, that would serve your needs. Okay. Well, Dr. Uh, Joe Gallenberger, I appreciate you coming on the broadcast. Can we have you on again sometime? Yeah, Daniel, it was my pleasure. It was uh, fun, and I really enjoyed the questions from your intelligent audience. All right, I appreciate you. Stay safe out there and keep on thinking. Okay, bye-bye.